Hola, welcome to Salvi Mujeres Talk. I am Oti. I am Tati. And we are two mujeres, primas, y amigas embracing our raíces salvadoreña. Reaching out to share with our Salvi community con la misma curiosidad. Hola, comunidad. Welcome back to Salvi Mujeres Talk. This is Oti. Hi, community. This is Tati. We hope you're doing good. We feel excited with Oti, right, Oti? Yes, super excited. This is something that we've been wanting to do. I think um, the month of this of September, and we've both been like super, super busy. Um, but as we know, we've are we September split between September and October is a last um the Latino Hispanic Heritage Month um, here in the United States, celebrating Las Independencia de Nuestras Las Americas, uh, specifically in Central America, and then, of course, Mexico. Um, I hope you've all had the opportunity to listen to the um, our last episode with Primo Freddy, uh, La Historia de la Independencia del Salvador. I think it, I definitely took away a lot of new information that I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was a really good podcast, a really good episode. So hopefully you guys all had an, a chance, but anyhow, so I know you've been super busy with school. Yes. Okay. I always like admire that you are working you are going to school your mom your wife you are sati you are founder <laughs> of the know. podcast <laughs> yeah but trust me right now i think i'm taking a toll on that because um i'm not doing that good it's not covid i took two tests but it's a regular flu so i guess that my stress is going there <clears throat> because yes i've been having classes on thursday fridays saturdays yeah. reading a bunch of text and then work of course but I mean I don't want to say it is what it is because no <laughs> I made the decision and I, I chose everything that I'm dealing with right now mm-hmm. so I try just to remember why I decided to do it and of course I want to complete my bachelor's degree I'm almost there I mean I enjoy my doing my work going there every day I mean it's nice and of mm-hmm. course, I enjoy being here with you doing this podcast because it's bringing a lot of things. And some of those things are having a lot of people uh, letting us know that they're listening. Mm-hmm. They are following us and they're sharing a lot of things that I think is very important because I know that we decided to do this as Salvadoreñas, following mm-hmm. our roots. However, it's very nice to find people, Latinos y Latinas that feel related to to having this platform, you know, to be able to put our Latino culture out there. So yes. I, I feel happy that we're part of that. Yes. Yeah, no, me too. I think this is super important um, to remember nuestras raíces, but then also how we represent ourselves here, here living in, in the United States, being as Latinas and Latinos and everything that's ha- it's happening. So did want to share a little bit. I did go to a reading, um, El Solito um, by Javier Zamora. And he said something that we have with between you and I, with folks that we've interviewed, have mentioned the same thing where he said, Right now, there's a Salvi movement. You know, and <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, see, it's not just us. You know, we hear oh. it all the time. We hear it. And and he he would he made it very clear he just he was on point with everything that he said that what's going on. And, and then here in the United States, but also with the uncertainties of what's going on in El Salvador right right now as well. Yeah. Um, so he did bring that up, bring to bring that to light. Um don't want to get too much into politics because we all have our own our own thoughts um <laughs> but, you know yeah. it is it, it, it does in in one way or another whatever happens to El Salvador it does affect la gente salvadoreña here as as well right because it, it is um and there's no doubt yeah yeah 
So, but it was a, such a good. So if you guys haven't had a chance, read it. I, I, I started reading it. Um, unfortunately, it took me a little bit, a little bit just because life is super, super busy. But I am in a place now in this the book, um, Solito, where I'm actually getting a little nervous because I went when I went to go see, I went to go hear um, his reading. I did I didn't read the book because I wanted to get his perspective on um, what his thoughts, where I can go in that mindset of reading the, reading the book. Um, and now I'm at a place in the book that I'm a I'm, I'm nervous because I know it's coming where his journey pretty much starts. And I'm getting anxious just reading, just like, oh my God, I'm scared. I'm scared to read it because I think this is where it's going to get really real on his yeah. story of his um, coming here to the United States as a nine-year-old. So I think if you all have a chance, please, please read it, support. Um, it's, it's, it's so very hard. strong. I, I, yes, I yes. It was, exactly, yeah. And he said and it was, he's not the only one. Imagine that, that he's not the only one. Right. Just to think about, and, and let's leave aside the adults, right? Let's think about the children that they come here and most of them, not because they made the decision. Some of them, their parents or their families made the decision. Some of them because they're running away from violence in our countries. Unfortunately, because that thing happens and, and they try to drag the youngest ones to get involved in so many things, right? But just imagine um, what they go through. Mm -hmm. So many people. Yeah. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's a lot, but those are the stories of our people. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it was part of the American dream, or more th than a, the American dream is more that desire, that purpose to thrive, to do better for our family, for ourselves, to start a new life, basically, where you can redesign yourself or evolve, correct, into the best that you can be, because. Most of the people that are here and came here and they're still coming is because they want to be better. They want to do good. They want to get involved into doing good things, not only for themselves, but for the communities. When you think that there's a lot of Latino communities and people can think, oh, no, th those are the poorest communities. Yes, maybe. But at the same time, it's the people that don't get into issues or problems with uh, the law. Because everybody wants to keep it down, keep it quiet, not get in any trouble. I mean, it's amazing. It always surprises me. Listen to so many stories of people and how they came here. Yeah. And then you analyze and sometimes I compare myself to my situation, how it was for me. And I feel sometimes, yes, blessed at the same time, like, man, I mean... I always respect those stories, those people bringing what they did. And you said it right now. Yes, this is the, the, the moment for the movement of Salvadoreños. But remember that every time that we have had an interview with people, we always ask their stories. We don't dig that much into details, correct? Because we take a lot of respect into what they want to share with us. Right. It's not always easy to bring up memories from the past. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just wondering how, I believe his name is Javier, correct, the Solito author, how it was for him to be able to sit down and write down and go and relieve or, or, or volver a vivir estas experiencias, porque to go back there, to put the words there, to write them down, you have to go through that again. But it's beautiful at the same time, porque... Muchas veces te dicen, for you to be able to heal, you need to go back where you don't want to go back. And you need to touch bottom again, let out everything, cut that circle so you can move forward, right? Yep. So it's amazing. Yep. No, exactly what you said. That's exactly what he said. He had to relive the most traumatic part of his, of his life. So to have to go in and try to dig in, dig into his memory. And then he, there was um, a, a uh, question as well as how he, how did he do that? Like how did, were there, there scenarios or situation that he had 
totally forgotten or pushed out of his memory. And writing this this book, he was a he started remembering things that he's like, oh my God, I totally forgot about that. Or I didn't, that was just something that I maybe had blocked out of his mind or his brain, whatever. And um, so he, he really did. He had to, he had to dig it deeply into his, into his memory bank, his soul, his todo, right? Because I mean, with any kind of trauma um, life, it brings up emotions that we try to bury deep down inside. So yeah. I definitely encourage you guys all to go and and purchase this book and read it because I'm I'm, exci- I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm <laughs> I'm like it's not even my story, but just to know that what's what's going to happen. It's I'm super nervous about going to the next. Yes, no, but, and to think that we have those caravanas all the time coming here. Yes, people have to take care of each other so they don't go through as hard times as mm-hmm. a lot of people has gone through. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's always hard. So it's hard. I was listening in the in in the radio. You know, people that unfortunately passed away in the Rio Grande, when the Rio Bravo, como le llaman también, people that passed away in the desert. You know, porque ha estado tan caliente. This summer has been awful. Yeah. And I mean, people has the need. That's what they do it, not because they're bad. And they, I mean, how they have portrayed us, Latinos, correct, coming here. So, yeah. but I them in survival, it, they're coming here for survival, yes. right? They have to, they have to flee. They're fleeing for, for a reason, for mul- multiple reasons, but it's, it's correct. At the end of the day. Yes. It's amazing. Okay. Well, go out, buy a book, read, share your thoughts. Send us messages on what your thoughts of the book are. It's it's really good so far, what I've read. Okay. So one of the things that we wanted to kind of talk about was, of course, you know, we're still, we do our own, like, getting to know El Salvador and the different, and one of the things that we want to talk about son los departamentos de, de El Salvador, which we hear in the United States, we call the states, right? Um, and... In doing this, the in doing this research and kind of talking about los los diferentes departamentos, okay, you're probably going to call me silly or just. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. When I started looking at this, I um, it didn't dawn to me that just like here in the United States, each state has their own flag, right? Yes. Yes. And so when I was going through all the departamentos, like, wait, what is this flag? I don't, I'm like, oh, duh. I mean, it would only make yeah. sense that each departamento would have their own flag, right? Correct. You think only la bandera, the, the national bandera, right? The, the blue, the white, and the blue, right? And so, yeah. but because that's what we represent, right? That's that's our, our colores, right? And it is very interesting the different colors that they that each departamento has has chosen. It um, part of me would think that they were incorporate the blue, right? But mm-hmm. it had when when looking at the different colors, it gave me a feel of estilo Caribbean, very some have very bright colors. Bright colors. So it's very very pretty, completely different than what I would have imagined them choosing um their flags so yeah just had to put it out there that that to me was a little <laughs> but that's lovely because i mean i'm pretty sure most of the people they they don't know we know that here in the united mm-hmm. states but it's good to know that we also have that over there obviously every state or cada departamento tiene su propia ciudad también okay eso yeah. es bien importante but as we know we have in el salvador 14 departamentos mm-hmm. and we want to talk about them because I think it's very important and, and, and it made me feel very excited that we did this uh, reels on Instagram where we share where we are from or where mm-hmm. our families are from and a lot of people was very kind to participate and they share where they were from so I, I we thought that's Awesome, because they are feeling the, the 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 pride, you know, 
behind their roots. So that's why Oti and I, we decided to bring to you all a little bit of each state, the cada departamento, because it's a lot. It's a sí. lot, and we feel proud of that too, but that's part of the homework that we have done. Vamos a hablar eh, the half of it in sí. this episode and half of it in a second part, so don't miss it. So, yes. Oti, yeah. can you tell us what departamento are we going to start talking about? Well, I figured we would talk about Santana um, because um, Santana being the second largest um, departamento de, de, de El Salvador, I figured, why not? Let's start there. Um, so it was a little, um, one of the things that I actually, when I went to the re the reading for Javier Zamora, Zamora este, my, um, my prima came with me. And she is, her family's from, from Santana. And, she, um, you know, we were talking there and then he asked like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, my friends, my, my family's are de San Salvador y Cucatlan. And then he asked, um, he has my friend and he's like, oh, Santana, oh, sus cafetera. I was like, oh my God, that is so funny. Cause my dad said the same thing. De la yeah. de Santana son, cafe son cafeteros. And so you he, know why is that, right? Monday? You know why is that? Yes. Yes. There you go. There you go. Explain to us. Yeah. So it's one of one of the biggest, the biggest, they have the biggest coffee mine, um, meals, sorry, meals mm -hmm. in, 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 in El Salvador. So that to me was, was, was a little funny how it all, all connected somehow because it was a conversation that we had with her and then my dad and then Javier right away I was like oh god I was like what that is so <laughs> funny que con eso se reconoció right um so I of course with with um coffee I think we we've talked we've talked about coffee you know but yes coffee lovers and coffee lovers <laughs> but unfortunately because of our health, <laughs> we've had to we can't. step back. Oh, my God, so sad. But it's so true. <laughs> I mean, there's people that says, okay, coffee has great benefits. It's all in your head. But, I mean, we have to be on. And sometimes they recommend you doing this, do a list of yeah. the food you had every day and take a list on how did you feel your body that day. So you immediately know what's good for you, what's wrong for you. So, lastima, we love coffee. But we know it's not doing great things in us. But we are proud that we have good coffee. And El Salvador and Santa Ana is most likely one of those departamentos that brings those coffees. Yeah. And I, I want to share about Santa Ana, the beautiful Gothic cathedral it has. It's gorgeous. I have been able uh, to be there in La Plaza Central. And it's, it's beautiful. It's like you're not there in El Salvador. Is that gothic design um, completely different that we that that cathedrals or the church that we have in all over El Salvador, right? Very colonial. This one goes back, so it's beautiful. It's a must. It is there in La Plaza, donde venden los famosos panes o torta de Santa Ana. <laughs> that I'm pretty sure that we're gonna have people that are from Santa Ana, they know what I'm talking about. Some puestos, carritos, donde preparan mucha comida, but the famous ones are los panes. Those are delicious. And you are gonna ask me, but what does it have? I mean, tiene jamón, queso, curtido, de todo como que fueran panes mataniños. It has yeah. everything, but they're so good. And of course, for us here, I mean, it's, it's, it's way cheaper than buying here even a burger, you know. I mean, it's delicious. It's, it's perfect. So people like, that know yeah. them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did. I saw the torta. There was two things ah. that I saw. A torta, which to me, <laughs> as soon as I read torta, I, I just thought, you know, aquí in, aquí in, uh, in Estados Unidos, in, in specifically California, torta to me is a tor tor torta mexicana, right? Torta so, mexicana. Wait, wait, what? They have their own version of, of torta. I heard torta y también son famosos de su yuca con chicharrón. So I don't know, do they carry it differently? But I was like, okay. That, okay. That's the thing because there's a lot of places in El Salvador with good, with good yuca. 
Mm. And yeah, it's, I, I no sé. <laughs> I think the best one is Alcuatitán, but we're going to talk about that because there is some neighbor departamentos that of course they're so close that you can find the yuca very nerpy and people i mean they prepare it a slightly different pero son lugares donde you can find yuca and tra traditional dishes of course i mean we all have the pupusas everywhere right yeah 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 and i think oh you know and then one of the things that we're, we're Santana um, that I do call reading también, it's obviously it's part of one of the um, departamentos bordered uh, Guatemala. Yes. And I think, um, you know, in reading, reading a couple of, couple of articles and just say that, you know, like maybe most people don't tra travel to Santana as tourists or they don't go la, la, la propia gente, right? Pero, Santana is on the pasando where they are like they make the trip of okay we're coming to we're coming to the United States and they have yeah. to go through Santana um para pasar de Guatemala and then they go on their journey so you you have to yes because hay, hay una frontera no sé si es la achadura si mm -hmm. es lo correcto no I don't remember and I'm so sorry because I, we used to take that one to go from Guatemala to El Salvador but yeah, it's a departamento fronterizo with Guatemala. But there's also a very beautiful place que es el lago de Guatepeque. Mm. El lago de Guatepeque, it's a crater that now has water. So when you go over there, right now there's a lot of people that have invested to make hotels and restaurants. There has, I mean, siempre ha existido restaurantitos, but now people are investing in, in having, not, I don't know how to say it, uh, lugares más bonitos, more appealing to people, little boutique hotels. Correct. So you can enjoy the, the El Lago. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that they have weddings over there. Those look amazing because I have seen them on Instagram. So... Lo sorpresa es que sí, ese lago, in reality, is a crater. Mm -hmm. So it, it's amazing to believe that we have that beauty over there. Tenemos el volcán de Santa Ana as well. Mm -hmm. People can do a hiking. I remember uh, this, and I'm always asking my family that lives over there in El Salvador, and this is a recommendation. Uh, a lot of our volcanoes, they let you do hikings, and the recommendation for you is to look for the municipalidad o la alcaldía mm. that means like the, the city town hall so you can ask for assistance and guide into these tours or hikes because they provide um, security in some of them que te acompañan a subir el volcán they can give you pricings and they can give you um, well an idea if it's okay for you uh to take the hike or not so these are measures that you take just wow. to be on the safe side but it's been so normal right now a lot of people yeah, I, I mean nacionales all of our family they have a picture over there in the volcano <laughs> and i'm like i want to do it too yeah 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 no i see it on instagram i see it in on tiktok and everything it's so it's so famous it looks so pretty it's so pretty yeah yeah santana yeah, I know. And there's one more thing there in Santa Ana, las ruinas del Tazumal. This is a big thing. I know that we have ruinas. I was so confused before doing this. I'm so ashamed. I used to live over there, right? <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I, I studied this back in school, but I didn't rem remember. Las ruinas del Tazumal, they are in Santa Ana. We're going to see some of them in other departamentos. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we have these places and if you get the chance, get in YouTube, just check on it. There's a lot of people in YouTubers doing nice um, videos regarding our, our tourist places where you can do uh, turismo. You can see the las ruinas, puedes ver el volcán, puedes ver dónde ir a comer, por cuánto los... Los precios que se pueden encontrar para hacer all these type of things. So there's a lot of activities that you can do definitely over there. And as I said, si tienen familia, they know where to go, 
how to do it, when to do it. If you don't, you can follow these people on YouTube or a lot of the people on Instagram of the community. Yes, they community yeah. yeah. And then always go a la alcaldía. Siempre te van a ayudar. And this is a recommendation that my family has taught me. No, anda a la alcaldía y pregunta y te van a decir a qué hora sale, cuánto cuesta, qué necesitas, qué puedes llevar y qué no. So mm -hmm. you can do that. So that's about Santa Ana. Yeah. No. You sound like Ahora, a travel agent. A agent. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Get your package with us. We're going to give you a good discount. <laughs> There is another departamento que es el eh, departamento de Huachapan. I'm so sorry that I'm going to do this, but I learned this when I was very young. Había una adivinanza que decía agua, pero no de río. Chapa, pero no de puerta. Pan, pero no de harina. You were like, what is it? Aguachapan. <laughs> like, sorry. I had to. Oh, <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Salvadoreña. Now you know. Sí. So, well, Aguachapan, and I'm so sorry. I, I know that I said before about la, um, this uh, frontera, mm -hmm. la chadura. La chadura is the one in Aguachapan, not in Santana. I'm so sorry. Pero también it's a border. It's on the Yeah. Yeah, there's a border as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the beautiful thing about Aguachapan, and if you ever get the chance to see the map, is that Aguachapan is next to Sonsonate and next to Santa Ana. So mm -hmm. if, I don't know if you have been able to see this or someone that has been able to be there about La Ruta de las Flores. Mm -hmm. So La Ruta de las Flores is something amazing because Our country truly has a very beautiful um, landscaping. Mucho volcán, mucho verde. Sí, everything is green over there. And the thing is that I remember I used to get confused sometimes, but now I know it's because you can go up uh, through Huachapan uh, or through Sonsonate and you're always going to get there. So La Ruta de las Flores basically is a road that you take and you step in these little towns like Huayua, Salcuatitán, this is the thing, Salcuatitán is the one that has la yuca sancochada, like steamed yuca, mashed yuca, and they use el curtido pico with, uh, with lime juice, not even with vinagre, it's with lime juice. Oh my God, it's the best thing ever. They serve it in a um, plantain leaf, and you eat it like that, con fritada, cerdito ahí, ay no, delicioso. So then you have Huayua. Yes, I know. Huayua <laughs> is another town that is very well known for having a feria gastronomica, which means you go over there and you're going to find everything from antojitos, pupusas, pastelitos, to barbecues de carne asada, ancas de rana, conejo. So it's amazing. Yeah, I've It's been there. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's great. And then if you keep going up, you're gonna get to a paneca and then a taco. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing is that they have preserved that style, very colonial style, because they the the the, the street is made out of little rocks together, right? Mm -hmm. Y los portales, and then a taco is amazing because a taco, all of the houses are painted in very bright colors. And a lot, a lot of murals. It has a lot of um, pequeños cafecitos, lugares para comer postres, restaurantes, of course, the church. But it's amazing. And I speak like this because those were that Ruta de las Flores was one of the places that I love the most going to with the family. I think it's around an hour, let me say an hour and a half, but I think that's too much from the city, from San Salvador. Mm -hmm. but you're making all of these stops all over and you get to do so many things so many activities y porque va hacia arriba to the mountain there's always a lot of um, natural how do you say it nacimientos de agua naturales oh yeah so like the water, water is thermal oh, yeah natural. it's beautiful yeah, you know what i don't know okay and Maybe I'm wrong, but I do remember que siempre decían, oh, ahí es donde nace la, la agua. El agua. Like, how does that happen? So, <laughs> well, ¿Cómo nace de ahí? <laughs> yes. 
So if anybody can help us explain that, but I've always, I do t- definitely remember when we went to Guayabal, which was another, another, um, it's part of another departamento uh, and everything, but I'm like, oh, you you can drink, you can drink the water. It's fresh water. Pure is water. Yeah. <laughs> I still hesitate on that one, but I mean, <laughs> but it's true. It's, yeah. I've been in one of those, the thermal uh, hot springs. And uh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Trust me, it was a special thing because in that way, está natural running in. Where can you get that? And you're allowed to get in there. It's yeah. not prohibited. So like, there I go jumping. <laughs> yeah. So, Oti, you remember uh, not that long ago about los farolitos. Sí. Yes. So, Aguachapan, it has the farolitos festival. And this is being held every September 7th. And it's something beautiful because this parade is conducted to the honor of the birth of Virgin Mary. But the beautiful thing is that at night you see everybody holding a farolito made out of wood with this paper. I don't know the name of this paper in English, but I'm going to say in Spanish, it's papel celofán, papel empaque. It's like colored like translucent paper plastic i don't know but it's not wax paper it's not wax paper is it no it's not wax paper because they're different colors we're gonna try Mm -hmm. to look a picture of it um to share it with everyone but it's a very beautiful tradition y por supuesto es en la fe de la gente la creencia en the catholic religion you know yeah that's amazing yeah so pretty all the pictures that I saw it just bright colors, very green, very yeah. traditional. Um, and the name it's the name itself, you know, you could even it's, it's obviously it's so obvious like it, it's it's an indigenous name, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really, really pretty. And apparently, um, so it was they were I that were the there were um, Mayans. I still control those it was the, the Mayans. Um, but también que it, this, this departamento once was part of Guatemala. It wasn't always yeah. del, 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 Salvador, del Salvador. It went from Guatemala, with El Salvador to Guatemala. And then finally, I think in the 1800s, it was back into under, uh, under El, El Salvador. So I I remember was- we mentioned something like that talking to Freddie. Mm-hmm. so yes most likely it was like that but i was gonna say that if you go to huachapan uh, if you go to sonsonate all of these places the ruta de las flores you're gonna see indigenous people from guatemala that mm-hmm. go to el salvador to sell their their crafts sus artesanías. so yeah it's always related and you can you can tell when you get there you can tell that yeah so i've only been um to Aguachapan only to my dad one time um, had a property there, de la Garita Palmera. And so that was the only time that we would go through there, but we didn't stop anywhere else. It was just straight to La Playa. And of course, La Playa, it, it, we would go through the, for the holiday. So el, for after Christmas, íbamos a La Playa. After the New Year's, íbamos a La, mm-hmm. la Playa. De San, de Semana Santa a La Playa. Those are the days, yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, me iba, I mean, we would go to Gareta Palmera. So that's the only time that I that we would go to Japan. But it, like, yeah, looking at it, it's so beautiful. They have so many di- different. And then just recently, I saw it. The whole um, las bolas de de fuego, right? Fuego. They do it. Yeah, they do it there. Yeah. As well. That was new for me. That and when I started seeing everybody post, I was like, oh my god, what's what is this? And Apparently, it's become super, super famous, and que hasta gente from other um, other countries go specifically to to um, this ritual that they're yeah. that they're doing there, and it's very similar to like you know when you go to Spain for the to run with the bulls, right? So it's it's very similar to that same that same where other countries can't go to with some specifically. So really pretty, really nice. Yeah, yeah. I think that for sure because I. Seeing La Ruta de, de, um, de las Flores, the beautiful murals, everything, for sure, that is something that I constantly see on Instagram and on um, um, even Pinterest. That's like the top things. That yes, 
yes to that, that, that it's a must it's and a must i think it's because it's not that far away from the city so you are able to do that perfectly in one day i mean there's people that what usually you do on a weekend right you go up there and that's why i would like to talk and I want to change about departamento because this is the other one next to Aguachapan that is also Nate, that mm -hmm. is part of the Ruta de las Flores is connected to. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Sonsonate, para mi gente de Sonsonate, la capital o la ciudad de los cocos, que encanto. Yeah. We have nice um, playas over there. Tenemos todo el puerto de Acajutla. Tenemos... Eh, Salinitas, eh, tenemos, oh my God, I'm so sorry, there's way more beaches over there, más playas de ese lado, eh, Costa Azul es otra playa, eh, se me ha olvidado otra muy importante, los yeah. Cocotas, oh sorry, it's next to Salinitas, this one, but what I want to talk about that is that This is the part of El Salvador that has very beautiful sand. Porque la arena no es uh, oscura, no es volcánica, no es from the eruption of the volcano. That's why it's not black. Esta arena is gold. And when you touch it and you see it, it, it seems like it's a lot of... Yeah, o como yeah. que fueran conchas, like mm -hmm. más conchitas. It's beautiful, so... Sonsonate definitely is a very hot departamento because it's hot, yeah. but it's beautiful too. The town, el pueblo de Sonsonate, también ha conservado, they have preserved a lot. The colonial construction they had, mucha laja en los techos de las casas, los ladrillos. I mean, it's yeah. beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. I don't recall too much, but we would go to when we went, when we would go Costa Sol was the place that we would go to when we would go to Salvador. That was one of our our stops that we would go to. Um, but I think um, one one of the um, which makes sense, right? Because all these beautiful beaches and everything um, in the um, Nahuatl language, it's considered it's the river of many. It means it means the river of many waters or the four. Uh, 400 years of water right so uh -huh. then it, it makes sense the beauty of the beaches there so yeah and all yes. reasons all, all reasons i know and you know that during the spanish colonial period uh sonsonate was the, the departamento in charge of the production of the cacao of tropical fruit coffee of course sugar cane and you still can see that Because when you go to the beach, you still can see Los Cañales. And is, I mean, da lastima hoy, no, mi mamá contaba de que a veces pasaban the trucks uh, with la caña de azúcar. And of course, se caían. Los niños salían corriendo de rabia a chupar caña de azúcar. <laughs> Now they burn it. So that doesn't happen anymore. You see it, but it's burned. So unfortunately, but... See, those are memories. Those are memories that yes. you know that will st will stick with you forever. Really yes, cool. and as every departamento, there's a cathedral too in Sonsonate. So we're gonna be sharing some of it, uh, those pictures of um, principal landmarks of every departamento in our Instagram. So mm -hmm. stay tuned for that. Yes. Yes. So. Okay. We're going to move on from Sonsonate. We spoke about Santa Ana. We spoke about Aguachapan. And I think we should move to uh, La Libertad. Because mm. La Libertad, I mean, is right next to San Salvador. <laughs> Those two departamentos are next to each other. And La Libertad, I had to mention that, right? I grew up over there in Santa Tecla. And I always felt that Santa Tecla was a different completely different like city even if it was so close to San Salvador yeah. I don't know why I mean you got that sense that you have all of these schools over there some colegios just for girls schools just for boys las monjitas en cada una or los padres I mean if you grow up there you know that so we had everything over there so we didn't go that much to San Salvador or al centro we didn't have to you had everything up there 
So la libertad has, and still has it, you know, uh, very cool weather. It's not that hot like San Salvador. And it also has beautiful playas. Yeah. Como todos sabemos, tenemos en el Puerto de la Libertad, tenemos al famoso El Tunco, el Sunsal, tenemos Conchalío, tenemos Tamanique, so many of them. Y esas playas, those are the ones that have the black sand, because as I mentioned before, it is black because of the, the erupción of a volcano that we had in the past. And that's why you find a lot of rocks as well, but big rocks. And you barely can find in some areas, um, you can barely find uh, areas to, I mean, with sand. It's very hard to get in there. But I feel very proud that we have been able to hold a lot of surf competitions yeah. uh, over there because, yes, El Salvador has one of the best waves for surfaces to Rough go. waves, though, right? Yeah. 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 Amazing. 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 I think the Libertad, La Libertad, and Huachapan is probably the two departamentos that has, I th I think, as the tourism there has gone up. And, and I only say that because that is where you see on constantly on social media. Se ve, so you can see that they, esos departamentos are really like trying to do what they need to do in order to bring la gente to come and visit and um, appeal appeal for yeah. it's and then and I get it because I do remember going to La Libertad and you're right because it's very close my family we would go to Apopa which is in San Salvador so it had like it, it was a perfect like day trip right Se iba yes. and hasta a comer um specific seafood que mm -hmm. unfortunately <laughs> probably sharing too much but um <laughs> I have to prepare my stomach when I go to Salvador. Yeah. I love their seafood. It's so good. Pero siempre cuando me, cuando voy, me enfermo when I eat seafood. Comes conchas. Sí. So voy, voy, so when I eat seafood, lo, I go, I eat seafood like a couple of days, maybe one or two days before I go home. Because I'm like, no, I want to enjoy my trip. But si quiero comer some seafood, some type of seafood. De la libertad. Because it's so good. It's good. Uh, yeah, and yeah. the prices are even better. I'm telling you. I mean, you can eat very well there. Um, for not, I mean, for mm -hmm. not too much, right? No es muy caro, la verdad. There's a lot of options over there. But it's what you said. La Libertad y San Salvador están cerca. San Salvador, as we all know, is the city. We have el centro histórico. We have. Um, we are very fortunate that they clean all of the Centro Histórico. So now you can see these amazing places, El Teatro Nacional. You can see the beautiful architecture that it's over there. That before, I mean, you couldn't see it. Um, but you also can see the new constructions we have over there. Los Centros Comerciales, very modern. A lot of restaurants, a lot of stores. A lot of um, entrepreneurs having their small businesses as well. And to me, it was surprising to see how it was uh, this last trip that I went over there, especially because of the streets they built. Mm -hmm. I mean, you always have the traffic. El Salvador is a very small country, of course, and there's a lot of people in there. But it's looking beautiful. It's looking nice. I'm just concerned, you know, that before they, there used to be in El Espino, in La Jerusalén, this big area eh, that it had a lot of trees, mucha vegetación, and because they did these con constructions, we lost that part of having like a little, how do you call it, a pulmón of fresh air over there. Now there are houses, malls, I mean, but I think it's, Unfortunately, part part of we growing so much yeah. in population and uh, going through that. However, the city looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks awesome. 
it truly does and i know you have to go you need to see that by yourself because it's amazing you have a lot of museums over there as well in la ciudad el museo de arte eh, tienes el, el museo de la palabra hay un museo para niños también timarín but it's nice to see that people are preserving our culture And here I go again. It's not that expensive to go over there. It's not at all. There's, uh, I believe, Panchimalco. It's part of San Salvador as well. Panchimalco, um, in Los Planes de Renderos. Los Planes de Renderos is well known for the pupusa vendors and the restaurants over there. And Panchimalco is this small town that have this tradition of making palmas. That is the palm tree or the palm leaf. And they fill it with paper flowers. And I believe it's a Catholic tradition as well. I was able to be there and to help doing those poems when I was in school. Obviously, con las monjitas. <laughs> we <laughs> went over there to help with the girls at school. We were part of that. So if you get the chance, you can go. You can also visit. Um, there's a, an art uh, gallery as well. You should go visit it. So it's it's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. No, it looks really, it's really nice. I think it's, it's they've done a, such a good job in in promoting the beauty of the of La Libertad. La Libertad is in Salvador, yeah. We touch bases on those two because as, as we mentioned, they're two get they're one next to each other. Mm -hmm. Super, super close. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Now, am I am I wrong in saying ahí es donde está el the um that rainbow slide or am, is that so the rainbow slide? I believe oh because we're missing a huge part right now, and I'm so sorry from San Salvador y la libertad is because they're like border states. Mm -hmm. You have el boquerón, and in el boquerón is um part of the volcano of San Salvador, you go up there. So you find this place, yeah, when the, where the slide is. Yeah. And also a lot of restaurants, there are a lot of venues where people uh, get married. It's beautiful. Y si más que nada es restaurantes de todo tipo, like eh, comida típica salvadoreña, carne asada, just to go grab a coffee and a nice dessert. It's beautiful. Mm. If you can do that, you have to. El Boquerón, you cannot miss it. But yeah, yeah I believe the slide is over there. Yeah. El Boquerón. So El Boquerón, I believe is already La Libertad. Yeah. I believe. But yes. right next to that, San it's San Salvador, Antigua Cuscatlán. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I'm talking about this next to it. I'm talking about like two, three, four, five blocks. And that's the difference of the of the departamentos, just like that. So that's why I have the confusion right now exactly. And if it's San Salvador or La Libertad, but they're next to each other. There. Yeah. yeah, no, it's um really pretty. I think I that slide it's become so famous. Mm -hmm. Definitely one of the biggest one one of the top landmark. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So really pretty. Okay, so, a ver, talked about La Libertad. Um, now, a ver, I'm going to mess up the chala thing. <laughs> <laughs> a ver, chala, you got it right. Yeah. Chala, huh? say it, say it. Now I'm, now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, why not? You have to chala. <laughs> chala. Tenango. Tenango. See, you say it so, like, I get tongue twisted. I think that's what it is. I get all tongue twisted when I say Separate it. the word. <laughs> Chalatenango. Chala. Yeah. yeah. Chalatenango. Okay. Chalatenango, I've been there twice. But we have El Cerro El Pital is a place um, that if, when you say El Pital, you know it's Chalatenango. So, Chalatenango is one of the highest points in, in our country. So, don't ask me when, but we had snow years ago. 
just once. That was crazy because you know better we don't get that over there in El Salvador. But yeah, we got snow once over there. There's pictures on Google. Just Google it and you're going to see it. And there's a lot of nice places to go over there in camping in El Cerro, El Pital. Um, but what I remember about Chalatenango is the same thing as Ataco, that the houses or the plaza, the main plaza, people take care of it. So the painting in the houses as well is very nice, bright murals. And because it's in the highest point of El Salvador of altitude, then you have a lot of uh, flowers and plants mm -hmm. uh, that are very different from the regular ones you see very tropical down there, right? No, in Chalatenango, you see different flowers. Like, oh my goodness, it's beautiful. Now, now what I remember- well, Specifically in that, in that area. Yeah, yeah. What I remember of going over there is you need a four by four car, definitely, to get up there. So, si van a ir, get a four by four, get a truck and go <laughs> because it's beautiful. So, yeah. La Palma, eh, yeah. that's uh, La Ciudad, right? From there. Mm -hmm. You want to tell us about that, Oti? Well, okay. So when you said that you weren't that it snowed, I wasn't I wasn't surprised that, surprised that you said that at all, because um, I recall. So I went there. Oof, I want to say, I think my last visit to a Salvador, which was oh, wow. sixteen years ago. And um, if you, I want to compare, I want to say it is reminded me of spring in Yosemite. Very and the mm -hmm. weather was so pretty very green it was completely it, yeah it felt it felt so much cooler but because you mentioned the elevation um going up going up to la palma but it was so beautiful the 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 arts they have there la gente vendiendo vendiendo su arte very old it was like you have it's a whole different world beautiful um the, the food was really good as well I remember the food being super good and I think the whole time I was there I was just so amazed like this is a Salvador this is yeah. it it's not it it's just a, a whole different a, a different world compared to the city right um mm -hmm. but it's it's absolutely beautiful so not surprised that you mentioned that it's snowed up there mm, because yeah. the weather there is absolutely beautiful there's a lot of places yeah that you can visit over there. Um, there's a un turicentro agua fría. Um, is a place that is visited by a lot of people, especially during vacation time or holidays in El Salvador. And people, what you do is well, you take a dip in the cold water for over there, and yeah, that thing is very cool. I've been there. They also have a river in Rio Sumpul. That's one of the less contaminated rivers in El Salvador. And it's because uh, the water is born over there in Honduras, and then it goes all the way to El Salvador for El Rio Sumpul. So that's a very good uh, note or a very good thing to know. And uh, there's one more that I found about that, La Puntona Este, that they're trying to promote this place lately because they believe it really has the potential um, to get people and it's close to the Lake Suchitlan. But we're going to talk about the Lake Suchitlan in a little bit because I think that's the last departamento that we're going to talk about today. Uh -huh. That is... Uh, Cuscatlan, right? Yes, yes. In Cuscatlan, oh my God, that's in my, how do you call it? My pocket list? Because yeah. I cannot believe myself. I used to live over there and I never went to Suchitoto. Yeah, I love it. Oh so my God. Had, um, my dad, unfortunately, he just recently sold it, but um, Suchitoto has its beautiful story and it's also very sad story. Um. Uh, as well during the during the war um because of course because it's in the, in the mountains pues allí 
mucha gente flee to Chichototo to hide, right? Uh, for the Lagarria. Pero están bonito. I think visiting a Chichototo, I think it's. I fell in love with the art. They, I mean, to, en todo Salvador tiene, tienen sus diferentes, um, their different arts and their crafts and things. And yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I fell in love with Chito, and maybe just because that's where we would go, um, and maybe it's all in Salvador, but I just remember always seeing the, las cajitas de madera with the mm -hmm. iron um, decor And I think I fell in, in in love with that style that I find myself even with decorating my homes, that the, the different places that I've lived in where I love that with that um the wood, the like raw wood with uh -huh. um, with the iron, black iron, um, the corner thing. And I'm like looking around my house right now, like, like I can yes. see it. <laughs> like I love beautiful. that. I would see, I would see um, really, really beautiful, very green, very green, um, cobblestone um, roads. Um, so we would go to El Cerro. My dad had a um, property up there, and it was it was going up there. Of course, you could you could see there was one one area. Um, where there was this huge, huge hole. And I was like, well, I'm just trying to figure out where Gwen was like, what is that? And apparently that is where um, a bomb went actually when um, when they would throw bombs I mean, during the war and everything. So there's this huge, huge um, hole there in um, going up to El Cerro and um, Suchitoto. So it has its sad, sad history. Well, as it is, it has its sad history as well. So... Unfortunately, unfortunately, mm -hmm. but you know what? I, I, well, those are things we we cannot forget, yeah. and we need to always remember that because it's part of us. But uh, I also feel very a lot of people right now trying to lift up uh, Suchitoto, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, there are a lot of places as well where you can go in. Um, enjoy your time with your family yeah. they have restaurants they have even you can rent ATVs yeah. and go around yeah and as I always say you know the good thing is that now you have internet so you can go mm -hmm. google it go through YouTube just put a hashtag on Instagram so you can find those places yeah. um, just take the opportunity to go there and if you are from over there well to embrace and talk more about it so people can get to know the nice places y, we have in El Salvador y bien bonito. yeah yeah so another city that you know brings some pride is El Guayabal my mom my mom's family before they moved to San Salvador Um, so she she was born and I think they moved they moved when she was very young um, and I was able to go to to Guayabal very Victorian very colonial styled homes the huge windows beautiful it just like it's like you're walking into a novela like those old school yeah um, beautiful um the the church there and they're still there i mean i don't know if things have changed but we went um to um, to the, to the church the men on one side the women on the other side um very very old very old school style but it's so beautiful and um and it's still i mean i don't i don't I mean, it was, me acuerdo cuando fuimos, it was, there was to go in, it was like very dirt um, roads. So again, you had to go in there with the trucks and everything to drive into, but maybe things have changed or anything, but I do remember just falling in love with Guayaba and their, their, their beautiful architecture. It's just so. It's, it's amazing. Huh? It reminds me of the novelas. It definitely, definitely does. <laughs> old time you know oh, uh, yeah 
Yes, very Spanish, super influenced by the the Spanish um, colonial time. So yes, you can see you can see definitely the influence, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But really, really pretty. Um, Yeah, I think there's there's more more to see in um, yes, but. I think um, Suchitoto for sure is the city that I've also been like been hearing a lot and seeing where they're trying to levantar, levantar el ese, ese, that city. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. But so much. Um, I'm, I'm sure we haven't even pointed out all the landmarks of these yes. departamentos. I mean, I think these are the things that you know we find on the internet that people have highlighted. Um but I'm sure there is more, more. not spoken upon. So please send us messages. If there's some a specific thing that we need to look into, send us a picture. Mm-hmm. Highlight. Um, when was your last time? Have things changed? Um, love to hear from you guys, from you all to, um, to highlight these departamentos at the El Salvador. Yes. All right, comunidad. Bueno, we're gonna leave you because I feel like this is probably one of one of our longest episodes. <laughs> but we had so much to share with you all. So hope you all are well and follow us on Instagram at Salvimueres Talk. Um, follow us and listen to us on Spotify and hope you enjoyed um this episode as we kind of do a little deep dive of los departamentos. So next week we'll talk about los Los, um, los otros siete. Yes. Um, so, so thank you all so much for listening. Thank you so much and take care. Bye. Bye.